Hello, and welcome to Keeping Innovation Alive, hosted by Bill Nottingham. Sit back and dive in with us as we speak with corporate innovators and founders that are driven to keep innovation alive. Raising money for medical startups and ventures sounds like a difficult task, doesn't it? Well, in fact, it is very hard. But if you apply creativity and build a community, then by the nature of this collaboration, you'll find that you could break down barriers. Brian and his team at Red Crow have been building their crowdfunding investment platform for over six years. I first heard about Red Crow after meeting Brian's business partner, Jerry Harrison, also known as a member of the band Talking Heads. Jerry was speaking at the Rockwell Hall of Fame at the time, presenting a new documentary that he produced called Take Me to the River. Later on that evening, Jerry shared some background with me about Red Crow, and it sounded like a really innovative idea. And let's just say I was intrigued. Very soon, he introduced me to his co-founder, Brian, and soon after, Aislinn, who served as creative director of Red Crow. Brian and Aislinn soon evolved to build an additional platform called the Main Stage. But I'll let Brian speak about that one. Brian, welcome to my podcast, Main Stage. Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to join you on stage today. We'll just get started. Brian, can you give us a look into what it was like to leave the corporate life and become a startup founder? So, Bill, I was in corporate life for quite some time, uh, starting in my late 20s, moved from New Balance to Reebok. You know, there was so many different departments. Reebok was worldwide, was competing with Nike. And my role with Reebok was certainly more marketing. And what was amazing, you bring this up, Bill, is that it was my first experience with corporate restructure and layoffs. I had no idea what that even was about. And I remember well, the way Reebok did it was they actually even had security people there that day because so many people's jobs were affected. For me, you know, being, I guess at the time, 26, uh, 27, and to see individuals who were in their 50s that had only had one job out of school, and that was Reebok, losing their jobs. And I remember seeing that and, and like, just like that, the, the, their career with Reebok was over. They had to find another job. And it woke me up to the fact that and I had just started. I think I had started in October and the first layoff was in January. So for me, it was like, whoa. And I didn't even know if I was going to lose my job since I was a new new person there. I ended up taking over a category that was tennis, the tennis category at Reebok, because they had just let go of the head of tennis. So it was, a, it was an eye opener. And I remember thinking, Bill, man, I don't want to be in a job in my 50s that I have you know, no control over whether I I'm going to be here or not. And yes, the packages were fine, but that's not how you want to go out after being and, and being so dedicated to a company, but it's just business. I stayed at Reebok and then I eventually moved over to healthcare. I had a real affinity for healthcare and I wanted more of a sales role. So I ended up at heading over to Abbott Labs. It was, a, it was actually a division of Abbott Labs called TAP. Kata and Abbott formed TAP and it was a blockbuster drug. And then I went from there to Morgan Stanley, another big blue chip organization, a little bit more freedom at Morgan Stanley, because now I was building my own book of business, but still it's a sales job. And if you're not meeting your numbers, you're not meeting the goals, you're out. Very simple. I mean, it's not like I'm paying for this seat. They were paying me and they were paying me to generate business. And if you don't get it done, they quickly bring someone else in who can get it done. So very cutthroat corporate life. And what I realized was I had all these visions and thoughts and I started thinking, why not do it for myself? I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't, you know, and I think Morgan Stanley certainly opened my eyes because when I was working there and meeting all these high net worth individuals, what I learned was they were really 
two ways in which people were making money. I say the good old fashioned way, they were inheriting it, <laughs> or they decided to take a chance on something. They decided that they were gonna maybe take over a family business and turn it into something much bigger than it had been and put everything they've got into it. They decided that they were gonna start their own company. They decided they were gonna quit their job and take a position with a startup company where it was all equity. So it really had to do with taking this chance and going for something. And so now that I've, I've been out of that for so long, what I see more clearly than ever, you know, and it's really frustrating at times for a startup is if I'm working with a large organization, Red Crow needs to move fast. It's like every day is life or death in the startup world. You know, it's interesting. I always say that when there are challenges, there's really opportunities, right? So it gives you a chance to develop new relationships but if you always believe in yourself and you have that long-term thinking, it just takes you to a different direction. Yeah, right. And, and in the startup life, when we talk about you know life or death every day, that means you've always got to be looking and saying, what did I accomplish today? Who did I talk to? How did I move the needle forward for our own company? And you're 100% right. I mean, when you say you know, if a door clo- one door closes, another one opens, well, sometimes the door that opens is even better than where you were. So I never look at these things as like, oh, gosh, that just blew up or that's over. You know, sometimes things, especially in startup life, just aren't meant to be. And what I always also look at is, okay, I'm glad it ended now before I continue to spend more time in this. And so there's always that silver lining, Bill, within startup life. You know, they call it the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur. Somebody told me once, what you really do is invest in people. If you get the right people in the room, anything's possible because you just won't give up. But it's going to be very hard. It's going to be scary. But if you keep moving, you'll eventually get to where you need to be. So let's fast forward to the now now. I'd love to hear you share a little bit about your community with Red Crow and this idea of the main stage. Two really important things. And I think this really is a nice follow-up to what you just said, Bill, because I don't want to minimize and even underestimate the whole component of people believe in people, people invest in people. You know, we met with a family office um, CEO here in San Francisco, and she made it very clear at the stage, especially the early stages, she's investing in the people. And what she looks for is tell me why you were the right person to make this company successful. Why are you the right person to execute on this vision? And why are you the right person who had this vision in the first place? She will often say, you know, I'll look at the pro forma to check a box, but at the end of the day, it's just paper. And then the funny thing is, Jerry Harrison told me that when they would be on tour, the tour manager would give them every uh, day of the show this list. And the list was essentially on paper, and it was this agenda of when you arrive to the venue, when load in is, when uh, sound check is when the opening band goes on. So all this, like how the whole thing is going and it's all timed out. And what Jerry said is that the tour manager would even hand it out, would refer to it as here's the tissue of lies, meaning it's never, ever going to work out the way <laughs> there's always going to be an issue. Oh, I was waiting Sound for that. Check. Yeah. Either drums are going to break or they're not set up or they didn't arrive. So we often look at and say, well, that's a lot of times what the performa is for an early stage company. It's a tissue of lies. It's what you would like, but it's never actually going to, play out exactly as the investor may be thinking it's going to or where the entrepreneur hopes it's going to. And so to go beyond that, to be able to say, 
the person and the people are very important is instrumental. And so with that said, how do you let people know that you're the right person, that you have the right vision and that you can execute? You're not going to accomplish that in a pitch deck. One of the things we've learned, the average time an investor pitch deck, a PDF gets looked at is anywhere from 30 seconds to less than two minutes. And that's been confirmed to us by family offices and VCs. And I say that too, Bill, those are good pitch decks. What we created with the main stage, all about storytelling and how important it is to tell a story in a very effective and engaging and personal way while accomplishing the goals, which is to raise the money and to show how this vision of yours is actually going to monetize. And in our case, two things. How is this technology, how is this healthcare company going to save lives? How does it make a social impact? Because Red Crow is all about the social impact. And then how does it make money? Because investors are investing to make money. This is not philanthropic on Red Crow. This is actually to be a return in your portfolio. So, you know, our ecosystem, our community helps companies tighten their story, helps them maybe even with their roadmap to profitability. But at the end of the day, you've got to have an effective way to communicate get your message across and tell stories. And that's exactly what the mainstage.com is. Mainstage is a software that myself, Aislinn Harrison and Jerry Harrison founded outside of Red Crow. So not only the healthcare companies could use it, but any type of company that's raising capital or needs to continue to stay engaged with existing investors, because that's a big component of it, to continue to tell the story and keep people updated, stay compliant, because that's a very big one, but also to be very engaging where there's a lot more stickiness. And the good news is from what, what we've seen with traction, the main stage is averaging closer to nine minutes of engagement compared to the 30 seconds to less than two minutes. I think you hit on something that's going to be a real success for the main stage. You know, everybody would love to get on stage, but frankly, they're terrified. It's terrifying to get on stage. But if you can break it down and you know, break down the nervousness of, of what it is, and make it even just a part of your business, I think you can get more people to stand up and give it a shot. Absolutely. And what we're looking to do with the main stage and even with Red Crow is to sort of, I guess you could say, let us be your supporting act. You know, let us give you the tools and the resources to even stand on stage and maybe use what you've created in your main stage to present. You know, it gives you a guide map. I recently posted this on my LinkedIn. Being an entrepreneur and being an artist is similar. You are creating something that doesn't exist and bringing it into the world. You know, Jerry has often said on many of these podcasts, what he loves about what we do with Red Crow and interacting with entrepreneurs and, and new founders and new companies is for him, you know, from his producing days, it's very much like discovering a new artist, right? Something that's new, that's not out there, that nobody's heard before and working with them to bring it to the world. And that's what we do with Red Crow is we look for unique, new, game-changing technologies and med tech devices, apps, services, biotech, working with these entrepreneurs to help them bring this new creation to the world. I really can't say anything better than that. So I think we're just going to end the room on that statement. Thank you for joining me, Brian, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for joining our latest episode. We hope our discussion inspired you to keep innovation alive. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review. We hope you join us next time.